Welcome to the Rival and Queen podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sarah. What's up, Sarah? Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. It's February. We are back together in the month of love. We are together, together. in the love of month of love. <laughs> <laughs> I love when we use our deep voices. I think it makes it better. Yeah, that's not, not hard for you. <laughs> With my deep voice. The deepest no, oh. don't give me that. <laughs> Valentine's Day is around the corner. Yeah, but more importantly, dry January is officially over for you. Congratulations. Thank you. I didn't do a full month. I did. I think it was 28 days, but whatever. How was your first? When did you start? Like January 2nd? Yes. How was your first glass of wine? It gave me an instant headache, to be honest. Oh. I haven't had sugar. If you guys listened um, last week, we kind of talked about like this this new month. I was taking on a different... No, you were routine. just taking care of your body and letting yeah. it heal. Exactly. You I couldn't think like, of what I was trying to say. It's a new routine. No. Um, yeah, I cut out sugar, dairy, gluten, and alcohol. Are so, they all back? We haven't no, talked about this. No, I'm not, not bringing just, them back. Just alcohol. Uh, ca- casually. I'm not really into it right now. That's fine. But I did have some drinks, maybe like four drinks on last week. So Were you yeah. drunk? I feel like four drinks would get me if I hadn't I drank. was. I was. <laughs> I had what? a pounding headache. Oh. What did you go for, though? Like, what was the first drink that you wanted after 28 days of... That's a great question. So I didn't... This is how I knew I wasn't necessarily feeling drinking again because I couldn't decide what I wanted. Ooh. I was like, I'm not in the mood for anything. I think that's a good... I think keep going. But I'll so, join you. So we happened to be over in Dartmouth that day visiting friends, and we went for lunch at North End Brewing, which is... I think it's Side Hustle is the, the restaurant. But we, we left. We got some drinks from there just to take out of their retail... And I bought hard seltzers that, um, I think they were tangerine raspberry. No, cl- cranberry clementine. Yes, I had you. one for the first time yesterday. Did you? Oh, yes. we're always on the same we're page. We're on the same page. But I got a four pack of those. And so I had one of those was the first drink and it was good. I thought it was nice. It refreshing. was nice. Yeah. It was refreshing. Although we also went through this moment like a month ago where we were like, remember when we got really into drinking or buying canned vodka sodas? And we were like, why did we get so into this? Because we're lazy. just make them. I don't know. (laughs) And you know what? That is something I do crave is a vodka soda with lots of ice and a couple limes. Like, beautiful. But you like making it fresh. I like them. You know, I don't know. Anyways, we're really. I know. The the RTDs. We love an RTD. Ready to drink. Ready to drink. I was like, what is that? Okay, I'm with you. So So actually, I'm like on the fence about alcohol right now. So I might take a hiatus just for the heck of it. It feels good. I think it's nice to break that habit. It's interrupting my creative spells. Oh, that's what's wrong with you lately. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Sarah, you're always, but you know what? It is a nice, it's a nice time of year to kind of just let everything reset, recharge. Well, it's not like you're out every night. Like everyone's home in bed. It's cold. It's the time. I'm with you. So I might join you. All right. I'm just definitely into it less, you know, you know, good for the souls. I like, I find when I'm trying to create things and like bring things to life and I'm in the last like leg of my new project, I just can't, I just need to be clouds. Well, the problem is, is if I have a drink, then I can't do work after, like Mm. I can't work after I've had a drink. Like that's it for me. And it's honestly nice to look forward to it. I knew my buddy Foz was going up for his birthday. And when you look forward to celebrating, right. And having a special occasion, I think it's nicer than like celebrating every day with wine. <laughs> That's true. Well, yeah, 
I'm with you. Anyways, I'm with you. We're going to see. Although I will say, I went out Saturday night with the girls. We had a great time. Here's what I love about going out with the girls. There were six of us out, and sure enough, we're sitting at the bar, and doesn't a phone call come in, and a gentleman bought us two bottles of wine. Had nothing to do with me. It was one of the other girls had caught his eye. Um, and so he called from a different bar and bought us two bottles of wine. That was a, a delight. That is a big baller move. I thought it was a big baller move. It was good on his part. Yeah. Well, I, the only night I haven't been out with you. I would. I, I know been you. Drinking. You I missed loved, that. I love. Prosecco. You would have gotten some some free prosecco. All right, we're going so out. These are like the perks of drinks. being a woman sometimes, and I love it. Whatever. I'm That's into nice. it. It's the month of love, so we're all about it. Anything can happen. Do you know what else is going to happen during what? the month of love? Oh, tell tell everyone this, tonight. Tonight, this Thursday, this evening at Pickford and Black, Geneva who was a guest on our podcast a few weeks ago, has her own podcast called The Book of Love. And she's hosting a live show at Pickford and Black. And I'm going on as one of her guests. Sarah is a guest. I can't wait. She, anyways, I'm very excited. She d- sent us an email and told us that she liked my positive attitude when it came to dating. So. And I think you just bring a unique experience or perspective. <laughs> Sorry, I mean perspective. You kind of think about things differently and I think that's really valuable for people to hear because maybe... Well, I don't know. I'm interested to hear her other guests and what they I say. I can't wait. I got a table. I can't wait. You know what? I'm going to wait until night. after that night to stop drinking. I'm going to have a drink. Then. Oh yeah, You're, You might need a few just to get through. A few? No, I just mean like to, to get into it and, and... Oh, let the stories come out. Yes. No. Maybe. One or two. Yeah. yeah come we'll, on. we'll share a few of them. Let's Why not? Be Let's have a laugh. I love that. Um, so that we're looking forward to tonight. Mm-hmm. And then what else is coming up for the month of love? Are you guys are you and Jeff doing anything for Valentine's Day? I guess this is early to ask you this. No, I we're going to Demaritzio. Oh, that's nice. I haven't and been there in so long. You booked actually in our calendar a Galentine's night on the thirteenth. I did. But what does that mean? I don't know. Oh, I do just you know figured what we, we should do we should hang out. That we should do our paint night that night. Yeah, we could do that. That would be fun. We'll paint together again. I think we'll need wine though, so maybe we'll start stop drinking. Just don't that. drink during the week. That is a good place to start. That way, when you're doing your work and you have obligations, now she's like the know. hands in the air. She's like, forget it, forget. We've no. got a new setup here as well, Sarah. If people are watching our YouTube, we've got a new little camera and a light, a Check new that angle. Out. We're very into it. The other thing, I'm going to bring this up because our guest today, we started off the start of this podcast uh, laughing. We have Justin Belanger on, and he is the founder of High Button Sports, which is a podcast. It is a podcast, but he also is like a sports media company. Mm -hmm. So they do a bunch of stuff. But we started the podcast talking about his clothing line, which he like burst out laughing about. But I'm going to plug it right now. The last week, we've been sending toques all over the country. So if you haven't checked them out, Rival and Queen toques, the nice nice Rival and Queen purple, like nothing. So bright. Oh, they'll be able to spot you. We only have a few left. We do only have a few left because we've been sending them all around the country and I freaking love it. I know. Every time I pack them up, I'm like, this is so nice. Do you know what's so funny? Because they are purple and that's just the color of royalty. Let's say that's just like the queenly, you know. It is the color of royalty. Yeah. So I thought that's why we picked that, that color. That is why sir. we picked that color. But sometimes <laughs> I forget. Um, <laughs> but kids are really little girls specifically. I mean, it's for any, anyone. anyone. But little girls 
are loving these toques. My friend Jess, her little girl Liv, just said it's gone. Like it's not mine anymore. It's Liv's. Meyer, Kara's little one. So I think that the purple is a hit with with the youth. Listen, I just had a list. What was that? <laughs> if you have the youth in your household, get them a purple toque. They'll love it. You can yeah. get them at rivalandqueen.com. We're 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 hustling them. Mm-hmm. Um but Justin looked great. Justin looked great. He, he had the cap, the sweater. In the high button clothing line, and we're about it. And he also dropped a great tip. Tell us. That Valentine's Day is coming up. It's 10 days from today that you could order for the guy, the girl in your life, whoever. A nice little cap, a t-shirt. Or a rival queen toque. Or (laughs) (laughs) Women love those. Men love them too. So let's do it. We're all about this. So today's episode, a super fun conversation. We were laughing. It's nice to talk to another podcaster. And we Mm. were kind of chuckling throughout because we're not used to, he's not used to being asked questions. And there's like a very funny moment in the episode where he's actually like, I wasn't listening to you. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. But it's nice to hear how High Button started and kind of when it like clicked for him that this is what he wants to do and, and what he wants to grow. And he told us about, uh, it's nice to hear about his interview with Nate McKinnon and, and what a good moment that was for him. And we had a few laughs in this conversation. That's for sure. We did. He's an awesome guy. He has a great voice. When I was listening to his podcast and then when he was here live, he has a great radio voice. So definitely check out his podcast. He basically interviews a lot of maritime athletes, entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. artists, different people kind of doing big things around here. And if you so if you haven't heard it, tune in. You can find out more at highbuttonsports.ca and you can find him on all social media at High Button Sports. We're into it. Yeah. All right, guys, let's dive in. Let's do it. Let's let's jump into the other side. <laughs> <laughs> We are turning the tables today. We've got Justin from the High Button Sports Podcast. Usually you're interviewing people, but today we're going to interview you, learn more about your podcast and who you are. So welcome to the Rival and Queen Podcast. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate you having me on. I could, this could flip and I could start asking you guys questions really soon. Like I was saying, (laughs) when I first got here, I've never been on a podcast that wasn't my own, so... Well, we're happy that you chose to to come here. And I also, you probably never imagined you'd be on a podcast with the two of us, a rival and queen podcast. Well, I don't know. I don't, I wake up with no (laughs) expectations. Whatever comes my way, I go with the flow. So I'm happy to be here and I'm happy to uh, look at this beautiful view of Halifax, even though it's nighttime, you guys got a great setup. You got a great, uh, what do I call you over there? Engineers, producer, producer, producer. you guys, you guys, uh, you guys got it figured out here. That's awesome. (laughs) Well, we're happy to have you. And yeah, so this actually, as Ashley said, this podcast is all about living your most queenly life. So we're so happy you're here to join us. Sarah loves to put that out. No, really, we just love to kind of like explore what others are doing, especially here locally and um, find out what's exciting and happening for you. You've been interviewing a lot of really interesting people, entrepreneurs, athletes from yeah. around and uh, episode 300 and like 50 or 60 something. Uh, 306 or 306 or seven. Wow. I think we're on right now. Yeah. That's Crazy. Amazing. Yeah. It's awesome. And you've got this clothing line, which you're sporting today. You're, yeah. We you're, have uh 
I wouldn't call it a clothing line. We got some hoodies and some uh, quarter zips and hats. I know, but Justin, we're going to call it a clothing line. Okay, sure. We have a clothing line. You guys have a clothing line. You guys have hats, don't you? Yeah, you guys ship them out. There you go. That's a clothing line. Some bright purple. You're right. We do have the right. So, yeah, uh, when you say I have a clothing line, I will accept that. Yes, I have a clothing line called High Button Sports. (laughs) It looks great. Yeah. So, tell us, like, when did High Button start? And, And tell us a little bit about the podcast. Um, well, it was originally called The High Button, but we mostly just talked to athletes, so I thought it would be a good branding decision to call it High Button Sports because m- the majority of the people that we have on are, are athletes. Um, I have, geez, it started in 2007 in Vancouver, um, and then a lot of our listeners were back here in Halifax, so I decided to move back here to Halifax and start it. Um, should I give you like, the long story? Or just, give like, us the, the long story, or you can give us both, whatever you want. Okay. We love it. Like, okay. what were you doing in Vancouver? Yeah, was, are you uh, from there? No, I, I grew up here, but I actually lived in uh, Vancouver Island for a bit because my dad's in the military, so there's a military base on Vancouver Island. And, uh, yeah, I lived there for a couple of years. It was great. And then I moved home. I've been here the majority of my life, moved back to Vancouver to try the acting and you can make bank doing commercials out there. Really? Like, oh my God. Did you, were you in some commercials? Yeah, I made like, I made like one commercial. I made some, uh, like family show movie where I was in the background. I played like a knight or something. It was just, I love, like the money was awesome, but I didn't like it. You got to wait around all day and then you're in a scene for like half a second and they're like, all right, see you later. It just wasn't really developing me as a person. Mm-hmm. I was like 24, 25 at the time when I was out there. So it wasn't like for me, but I'm happy I did it because I'm, I'm all, I'm, I always preach experiences. You always say yes to things because you might learn something, you know, like right. me going out to Vancouver, I was out in, L- in LA for a bit and I thought it was going to be the, my future, but it wasn't, but I learned from my experience and I came back to Halifax and things that I gained out there, I implemented here on the East coast of Canada. Um, so yeah, I was out there for a bit, started the podcast, I think a hundred episodes out there. Um, and then we moved back here and it was a grind back in Halifax because not a, like people knew what it was, but it wasn't the most relevant podcast, like Sick Boy Podcast. They still, to this day, they're a huge yeah. podcast from around here, and they're very well known. And when I first moved back here, you know, I didn't do it full time. It was a grind. Yeah, like when you first move here, I, first of all, I moved back with my parents, which it was not fun. <laughs> twenty five years old, so the rule is when you're twenty five, moving back in with your parents, it's get a job. So I remember I first moved here, and I got on. Um, this website here, what was, I forget the name of it, essentially just to get like a part-time job here. And it was at a Lay's factory out in Bears Lake. And I remember working there and just hating it. Yeah. And I remember when I worked there probably for two, three weeks and they gave me these gloves I had to use to like, cause you're working with cardboard, taking chips out. And you're just like, can you swear on this? Yes. I just don't mind. I don't don't mind it. I like an F-bomb every now and then. (laughs) Uh, We welcome them. So like I got, I have these, uh, these gloves on and I'm, I'm taking Lay's out and put them in the box and I'm just miserable. And I remember one day I just said, I'm quitting. I'm not going to do this. It's, it's terrible. And I didn't tell my parents that. So I remember waking up, the shift started at 5 a.m. So I'd have to get up at 4.30, take the bus to my 5 a.m. ship, my 5 a.m. shift in Bears Lake. But I told my parents I was going there when really I wasn't. So what I'd do, I'd wake oh. up, take the bus, go down to Starbucks, Spring Garden Road. But Spring Garden Road, Starbucks doesn't open until 6 a.m. So I used to get down there at 5.45, wait outside Starbucks for like 15 minutes and just 
wait around for it to open. I'd go into Starbucks, go on uh, Instagram, and just start DMing people. You know, Zach Fukali played for the Mooseheads. Hey, Zach, love to have you on the podcast. I, I'd message Stephen McCauley, Moosehead guy. I used to play for the Mooseheads. So, like, any connection I had from that part of my life, I would just DM game hard, hard, hard. And that's kind of how I grew the podcast at the very beginning around here, getting somewhat relevant names. Mm-hmm. But it was a grind at the beginning. It's still a grind. But... It, you just have to do whatever it takes in order to get your foot off the ground. Just have a little bit of momentum, I guess. It's hard to get momentum at the beginning because I remember going to parties and like family dinner parties and like, Justin, what are you doing? I'd be like, oh, I this podcast, high button. Like I wouldn't speak <laughs> confidently of it because I didn't really know what the hell it was. Yeah. yeah. And that sucked because you don't have the belief in other people, but you believe so much in yourself. But at the beginning, no one really believes in it, which is tough. Yeah. But as soon as you get past that first part of, I don't know, proving to people, even though that's not what you want to do. You don't want to prove anything to anyone. You want to prove things to yourself. But as soon as you get past that first part. Where it's like real. Yeah, exactly. It's such a, I remember I went to a talk once, I don't know, years ago when I was in Newfoundland and I had my first company. And I remember this, the guy started Plenty of Fish in Canada or whatever. And he, his, the one thing I remember from his talk was him saying that when you are starting a company, all of your friends and family just think you're unemployed. Yeah. Until you get to some milestone. I feel like that's what you're talking about. It's like the milestone yeah. where you know it's real, but yeah. people around you also know it's Especially real. Especially our parent generation <laughs> that still don't know what a podcast is. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. Like, what? So that was tough, I remember. So when, when did the transition happen from not playing hockey, going out of major junior? What did you do between then? Before you were working at the Lays Factory and, uh, and the podcast. Well, I don't want to say, like, I played, like, eight games in Major Junior. I don't want to say I played for the Mooseheads. I played mostly Junior A, but I had a couple <laughs> stints in there. Um, that counts. That yeah, counts. I guess it counts. I don't know. I, guess, I think in every athlete's life, there's a transition when they stop competing and they have to right. go into the real world. And that's tough for a lot of athletes. I know it was tough for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I almost have to find yourself because, you know, from the age I was five till 20, I was just known as the hockey guy. Mm-hmm. You know, is if there's any problems at school, ah, he's the hockey guy. You have that excuse. I remember I got like an underage drinking ticket at 16, went to court and I was like, I play hockey. And the judge <laughs> was like, don't worry about it. You know, you always had that excuse, like hockey, hockey. I failed a couple tests I'm in sorry, math. What? Yeah, like it's, it's, I'm telling you, you play hockey. It's an excuse around here just to like, I play hockey. Do whatever sorry, you Do want. whatever. It, it's it's wrong in some ways, but mm-hmm. that's just the way it was. Like, mm-hmm. School, you got a bad mark. It's like, ah, he plays hockey, you'll be all right. It's, it's, it's that <laughs> mentality. And I leaned, unfortunately, back on that mentality a lot in my life, in my 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I was 21 and I didn't play hockey anymore, that it wasn't really there for me to rely on. And that's a terrible mindset to think that you think you can go through life coasting and just because you play a sport. It's not, if anyone's listening, I'm not saying that, condoning that. But unfortunately, that was my mind. Um, I mean, you were also 21. So let's yeah, just I like guess give so. yourself a I break. guess so. That's true. <laughs> you are young. Like you make mistakes. Right. But there's just tons of things that I just wasn't ready for the real world at 20, which is an odd thing. But maybe not. I don't think. I don't. Think I guess. I guess put, maybe I put a lot of pressure on myself. None of us were ready for yeah, that. Yeah, I guess so. I'm still not ready somewhat. Feels like forever yeah. ago. But looking across the water, I see NSCC right there. And that's yeah. exactly where my journey started at 21 at the at NSCC taking uh, marketing business, two-year diploma. Okay. And that was nice. the first time I ever had to like work you know, with other people. I'd never really took school serious. So when it was like, oh, if you don't have a degree or anything, you're going to fail. I, I, I believe that. Right. And I... Uh, I really applied myself to school at NSCC. My grades were okay, but that was kind of just where I, I learned to focus on one thing rather than just hockey, hockey, hockey. And then so was that 
kind of the when you started high button or the high button was that sort of like the passion you were just reconnecting to that childhood passion yeah. or your connection to athletics what was that i don't know to be at the be very beginning i don't know what it was it didn't start high but i remember I, it's it's such a deep question but it's not well think like this company yeah i don't know like i remember that first episode was in vancouver and uh I remember I was just ready to do whatever to make that this company survive. Like I remember starting it with a buddy, Tom, he's still out there. God love him. My best friend till today. But I don't think like he, or even some other people don't know how like serious I take it. Like, mm-hmm. and at that episode one, I was just committed. Like I just made a decision. I, I made a decision that I'm going to do this hopefully for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of, I don't know. I guess that's kind of how it started. I just took it really serious. I knew I was good at asking questions. I know that I was good at listening. And I hear, like, the great thing about the internet is that there's so many mentors on there that can, you don't need someone in your backyard to tell you what you do. There's so many mentors on the internet. And at the time, it was uh, Casey Neistat. He's a great vlogger. I don't watch him anymore, but in the three years ago, he was huge on YouTube with the vlogs. And he was just like, he said something that resonated with me. He said, um, find something that you love to do and do it for the rest of your life. And he was essentially talking about a guy who was a guitarist back in New York and he was terrible when he started, but he did it for like 40, 50 years. And now he tours the world, obviously not now because of COVID. And I just saw that as, okay, wow, if I just commit something to one thing for the rest of my life, I'll be able to do it for the rest of my life. That's kind of the rule I've lived by. Just, I'm going to do something and I'm going to not stop. And it's been working out so far. That's awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. Where did the name come from? Seinfeld, the first and last episode, uh, George, and Jerry Seinfeld, they're in a coffee shop and George goes to, or Jerry goes to George. George, that button's in the, it's in the worst possible spot. It's, it's too high. You look like you live <laughs> at your mother's house. And I was like, ah, I, I live at my mother's house. Sometimes I wear a shirt that's a little out of place. I don't know. I, I remember thinking for like weeks before, like, what am I going to call this thing? But I remember just thinking, thinking, and I, I, it just wasn't working. So I just saw a high button. What the hell? High, high button, the high button. It just, it's just whatever. I don't really care what the name was. I thought about it way too much. So I just was watching there, frustrated, watching Seinfeld. I was like, it's high button, high button. I was like, that's it. And Seinfeld's my favorite show. Oh, that's amazing. There's really no meaning behind it. I just like how it sounds. It has a nice ring to it. You agree? The, the like high it. button. The, the logo's logo's we like great. it. It's different, too. Yeah. You, know? What are you, gonna, you know, it's different. We I thought I was missing something by not understanding. Oh, you thought it was like a sports reference? I don't know. I just... I, I couldn't I couldn't place no. what it was from, yeah. um, but that was kind of like us with the name for this podcast is we just wanted to cross that off our list and move on and and yeah. continue to build. It's a big it wasn't, step though. yeah, it is, but we just like to keep things rolling. I mean, and we <laughs> had synchronicities. We're really yeah. big in things Li- being aligning. magical. Are you good? Oh yeah, we good. love that. Good. <laughs> so, what was the turning point for you? Like you talked about that moment of being like embarrassed and not having the confidence when you're talking about high button to your family and your friends what was like the turning point for you where you're like i've got this it's growing um i'm not gonna lie i didn't even hear anything you said i was just thinking how good it feels to ask questions that ask towards me i was like <laughs> i was like it feels great for someone to ask you're me questions like, i was in like in the moment i was just i am i'm in the moment like i'm like that's why i have so many guests coming on because i'm asking questions it feels great to like like this is the first time anyone's ever asked me this amount of questions what was the question again sorry no go problem. for it what was the turning point for you you talked about when you were talking to your family and your friends not having the confidence oh yeah kind of behind high button what was the turning point for you when you were like this is it it's going um when i got my first paycheck from tyler Noseworthy, he was selling life insurance at sun life we called me up he goes let's have a meeting at moxie's 
And I was like, okay, cool. And he had a check for like 51 bucks. He's like, I want to buy advertising off you. And I was like, okay. And from that moment when I got that check, I still have it framed in the studio right now. I was addicted. Not that money should be the goal, but you need money to have a business run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that first time I got $51 to advertise on my podcast, I was sold. First time I ever made money doing something that was mine. Like I landscaped, I worked at the bank, I worked at my mom's spa. I, I did everything under the sun. I worked at Kent, the lumber yard. I did everything. So this was the first time ever where I made my own money just by being me. Mm. And that hooked me. Amazing. That was probably the turning point for me. Just to be able to go home and like show my parents, look, someone paid me. Even though it was 51 bucks, it was nothing. But to me, that was a million bucks. That was a step one. It's a million bucks. Something else that's coming to mind is your manscape. Oh my God. When I think about making money, because I listened to probably four of your podcasts today as we were preparing. And Sarah wrote me and was listening as well and said, I love this ad so much. Well, actually, I think my exact words were, I'm pissing myself right now listening to You're good. I'm glad you, my balls are cleanly shaved. If you guys were wondering, I'm sure you're not, but I got a clean set of balls right now. I, I made this note that you said below the waist trimming, lawn mowing 3.0. It's your favorite thing to do every morning in the shower. I may, I may exaggerate a little bit. I don't do it every morning. I'm in a rush every, mostly every morning, but... Yeah, it's a great product. Manscaped is very supportive in the creative community and the podcast world, and they've definitely... <laughs> Sarah, what are your no, thoughts? No, I love that the, one of the questions are about Manscaped. That's good. <laughs> I, just I don't know, you're single. You brought it up. I was dying laughing when I heard it. I'm just loving it. I'm Man, like a nice something. You guys should get a pair of, like, uh, what are those? What are, how do you compare, Sarah? Like, um, I can't Clementines? Right. Try to, like, shave them. It, I guess there's not hair on Clementines, but maybe you could add some and try to shave. It's tough. Like you got the circle. Like you got to go around. Get some peaches. Yeah, peaches. There's like a, a lot happening. Peach. A lot happening. You guys have boyfriends? You guys should get some for your... <laughs> She's uh, single. You're single? <laughs> Do you prefer a manscaped? Oh, my God. God. Let's move on from this question. Yeah, uh, I'm just saying. It'll I work. mean, I could get one for my husband, maybe. There you go. <laughs> Listen, this is... Je- Jeff's excited. He'll, he'll he love He listens that. to your podcast, so, I mean, he may have got sucked into this ad. I haven't seen the results, so... You don't know. Don't know. Well, have you checked well, the Well, I would know. Awesome. <laughs> Every, and that's another thing too. Every time someone goes, I, someone listens to your podcast, I'm blown away every time. It's little things about the company that I'm just like, are you keep fucking kidding me. You listen. Well, my husband's a huge. He played hockey. He's like very. You okay, know, cool. He's 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 into it. So they, there's lots of lots of love around love Halifax it. for you. Love it. So you recently had Nate McKinnon on, which is huge. That was that kind of one of your aspirations to get him. He's local. Yeah. In the show. Yeah, definitely a big goal of ours. Uh, he was home. Corn finished quarantine. quarantining. Yeah. yeah. No, it was a big, uh, big goal of ours since moving back to Halifax for sure. Mm, it's interesting with those big guys because you don't want to bug them. Mm. Like, you, you know, there's a lot of guys, you know, got Highmore in Chicago, Graves in Colorado too. There's a lot of NHL guys around here, but it's it's very, it's about timing with those guys. You don't want to bug them. I have, you know, five emails a month of someone saying, hey, do you mind giving me Nate's number? Do you mind reaching mm. out to Graves for me so he can talk to my kid's team? There's a lot of that. So it's it, the relationship that I have with Nate, I'm not saying it's a great one, but it's, um you, you, you just have to, you have to be strategic about it. Like he opened up to me. He came on the podcast. I'm very grateful for that. I said, thank you. I gave him some merch and you know, I, I leave it at that because you know, for him to take the time out of his busy schedule to come talk to me for an hour, I'm extremely grateful for that. So yeah, that was a huge goal of ours to answer your question. But you know, with all those big names yet, you have to, uh, you, you have to, I guess, just respect it because mm-hmm. they don't have to do that for you. No, it's, yeah. and it's huge to get that. Yeah. And yeah, it's but he nice was a great guy. Great guy. Just, 
he came in with his buddy Ian Sav, who's a good friend of mine too, lives there, grew up in the North End. And Nate walks in and I go, Nate, what's up, man? Good to see you. And he goes, Justin, good to see you. He goes, I brought my buddy Ian. And I think I was more excited to see Ian because I haven't seen him in years. I was like, Ian, man, what are you doing? I was talking to your dad last week. And it was great that Nate brought Ian. And, and, uh, and uh, yeah, Nate was just such a good guy. Just it's cool how we opened up. I mean, whenever you hear an interview from Nate, it's not him talking about as a, as a kid just slaving away in his pond, playing hockey, eating cold pizza. You don't hear that from Nate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's just, yeah, we played good. We got the pucks in deep. It was good. We're, I'm happy to be here. We're, we're going to try to get the win tomorrow. For him to, like, open up and talk about his childhood, I, that's that's what this job's about, mm-hmm. opening up. It's cool. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. What are some of your favorite interviews? Favorite interviews? Or any highlight moments? Mm, oh, so Nate. Yes. Bro, we'll talk oh. about that again. <laughs> so in my, in my uh, well, Nate was great. But one thing happened at the beginning. This is what I talk about, like going through, uh, I don't know if I've mentioned it, but, you know, how many, what number is this? 69? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, but going going through episode like 69, I'm sure you guys have had to go through problems. I'm sure like, you know, before this little technical issue. So in my basement, in the house, the plumbing is going, right? There's plumbing. If someone flushes the toilet and you're recording, you got to stop and whatever. So one day, the day, two days before Nate comes on, me and my girlfriend are out at my parents' cottage, so we're away. And it's cold, so the pipes, I'm not saying they're froze, but, like, the pipes are maybe freezing. So one day I'm upstairs, <laughs> two days before, I go downstairs to, uh, I have, like, a fridge in the studio, and I go down just to grab a beer to bring upstairs. <laughs> and as I go downstairs to um, to check to see if there's a beer, I hear, like, a tap, tap. I'm like, oh, mouse around here, what's going on? Next thing you know, I look up, the pipe is dripping onto the microphone that Nate's going to use in two days from now. So I'm panicking, grabbing towels. I take the mic off, bring it upstairs, put it in a bowl of basmati rice. I'm freaking out. So the next thing you know, I go down two days later, the day of the podcast, praying to God the microphone works. So I plug it in. I wake up at like 5 a.m. just to make sure that everything's ready, everything's good to go. And by the time he gets there, little crackle in the headphones because you know how we're hearing the yeah. audio from the microphones and they're clear because there's no water damage. So we, we turn the mics on with the McKinnon podcast and he's like, "No, I don't, it's not good. I don't. Just, there's scraffle in the microphones. And I'm just thinking it's from the water the other day. So I'm panicking. Biggest ep- interview of my life. Nate's across the table with a faulty microphone in the the podcast might not go well. You know, I've adver- you know, Manscaped paid good money for that advertisement. The podcast has to be perfect. Yeah. And I'm freaking <laughs> out. The the microphones are fucked. But it turned out well. Uh, nothing happened with it, but I'll never forget that <laughs> he moment. Rolled with you were he rolled with Oh my God. I was, but that's the thing. Like I've been through scenarios like that in the past for, you know, episode 200 and whatever episodes before that. It just prepares you to stay calm. Even though in my head I'm freaking out, I'm just able to stay calm. Go, oh, Nate, you all right? Oh, what's going on? Okay, good. And then we it's fix never it really happened quick. before. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's never exactly. But, yeah, just play it off. But in my, exactly. But yeah, I'll, I'll never forget that. Probably one of the most nervous moments of my career. Now you've got a backup. Yeah. You can call Mark for an emergency. Your name's Mark too? My producer's name's Mark. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Producer Mark. The Marks have us covered. <laughs> No, we hear you on that one. We've had a few moments where you're like, yeah, just roll with it. And you, yeah, you just have to, as long as you can keep your guests comfortable, that's the biggest thing. Oh, yeah. At the very beginning, like I used to do Mark's job. I used to do this. I used to do, like, uh, see, are you, are you monitoring the audio right now? 
Like I used to do that and just like, and looking, then ask you know, how you're looking at your laptop. Yeah. It's like, I, exactly. I know exactly what you're doing. I, I'd have to, okay, really? And not even listening sometimes and just getting ready for the next question. Like I had to do everything. So now when something bad happens, when my producer Mark messes up, I know how to fix his job. So everything that happens within the company, I know what to do. Mm. We yeah. started out like that before we, we had that's Mark. Good. That's great. Yeah. That's oh great. my God. Listen, if Mark dies tomorrow, we're p- praying for you. I hope you're alive. <laughs> but like the podcast is going on. Yeah. We know how to edit this thing. We'll just take over top B&B detail. media. Well, totally. I love it. That's the grind. I oh, love yeah. Could it. you maybe like, anyways, hopefully B&B will be left to you yeah. and I, Ash, and we'll, we'll have it continue on. But <laughs> that is important because even during COVID, when we were shut down, we oh never missed one episode because we had, we have our own mics at home. We had the gear, the setup. So we just record it and did everything. So yeah, yeah. It's, we're it's always good to ready have to those go. Things in yeah. place. Know your business inside and out for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. So you're probably familiar with the spit and chiclets. Yes. So that, so I'll tell you, they're actually, story. they are who inspired us to start this podcast. No way. Yeah. They are the ones who I, t- I was actually watching us tell the story the other day. So <laughs> we were very drunk. I'll tell you from the start. It was July 7th. <laughs> How do you know the date? I do remember the okay, date. Go on. It was July 7th. Check. You know, it was July I believe 7th. You. Anyways. And Ashley and I are out together, and Ashley's husband's out together, and the Spit and Chicklets are in town to interview Nate and Sid. Yes. Oh, that was like two years ago now? Like a year ago? Yeah, a year, yeah. Yeah. A year and a half. Year and at and the half. goat? Yeah. You so, got it. So they are on their own mission. That has nothing to do with us. And then Ashley and I are on our, our own mission downtown. You know, we're doing as our we own do. thing. We've all been there, yeah. yeah. And then anyways, we all come together later in the evening, and we're out. Who was with us? Oh, my God. Then Danny Green showed up. I forgot about this oh, story. Yeah. This is a great night. From the Raptors showed up right after the Raptors run. No way. He was there too. So at we're the, all uh, out at the L house. house yeah. Danny Green's there at the Spin Chicklins. What a night. <laughs> there, People there. were wondering what was happening. And somehow <laughs> wow. Ashley and I are in the middle of it. <laughs> well, because my husband, yeah, there's and a Sid connection. And Nate were there too? Oh, yeah, everyone's there. And all the Spin Chicklins. And Ashley and I are in the mix, mix of this, not knowing what's going on either. Like, but we were there. And so all through this, we're watching them. The spin chicklets having a fun time. Who's the guy that was we Biz. were talking to? Oh. Yeah, Biz. Yeah. So we're go talking on. to him. We're talking to all of them. And anyways, they go on and we're still there a few a few drinks deep now. Same and right. across the table, our eyes meet. Who? You and Biz? No, no you two. Me and Ash. No, no. Me and Ash. Oh. The two of us. Biz is in the background. But you two didn't know each other? Going on. No, no, we <laughs> knew each other. Oh, okay. But this is how the story goes. Our eyes met I'm across the table. And we look at each other and... Ashley looks over at Biz like this. and Thank is like, if, if they can do it, we can do it. And <laughs> as our eyes are met, we just, that was the go moment where we were like, yes, we're doing it. Love it. That's the moment you need. I love but that. Yeah. But, but our inception story started with Nate, Sid, Biz, Danny Green, and a bunch of other people as well that I just don't know anyone's name. That's a great story. Yeah. That's a good story, right now, <laughs> But you can steal that. You can pretend that was your story. I'm not stealing that but story. Then, but then we actually, the next week, sat down and we did it. And Sarah and I have both had businesses before and oh, yeah. startups and stuff. So we're like, we know how to put this together and launch it. It was just yeah. a matter of like deciding, are we, yeah. are we doing this or not? What so were some learning curves you guys had at the very beginning? 
Um, editing was a huge one. Like the audio or the, did you guys always do video? No, we didn't do video. We but Sarah used in. to edit everything, which took like hours. A long like, time. Especially yeah. starting was like eight hours an episode. Are you serious? Well, just we're starting, very like we were, and like we didn't, <laughs> and even learning how to use our mics and set them up so we didn't have a pickup background noise or crackle. Yeah, that is like, tough at the It was like that stuff that yeah. we were learning through. Yeah. And so it was more so getting like a decent sound quality, but we always had a good sound quality, even from our, like our sound quality is better now. But if you go back and listen to our first episode, it's still decent so that was probably like the biggest thing and then we just grew slowly like we kept adding things as we went wicked what about you learning curve yeah audio i never really did editing i was just like it is what it is if you mess like i ask but like most people are just like yeah just go for it yeah like you're releasing it raw god love you yeah i'm trying to think way back then if i had a learning curve the video thing was tough. Like the audio came naturally to me, but the video was tough. Matching up the mics to the video, making sure it was on sync. Mm. Even today, we still struggle with that a little bit. But that was probably the biggest learning curve, the production side of it, the lighting. I used to do it in my mom's basement. So, you know, we had a dog, hardwood floors. We got a dryer right next to the mics. Mm. You know, there's just <laughs> con- controlling your surroundings. You know what I mean? That was hard. That yeah. was tough. And now we just got the pipes in the basement, but whatever, we deal with it. Yeah. No one flush. Yeah. (laughs) No one shower for the next hour. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Okay. So you've been growing, getting lots of publicity around here. I can't say that word. Publicity. Um, What did you just say? Say it again. No, let's try it for the third time. Publicity. You're, You're growing very much. High Button Sports is out. It's very popular in Halifax. No, no, I'm not say the say word publicity. <laughs> is, it po- is it popular in Halifax? I think so. Like, we've heard about you through a number of different people. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, shout also out to Greg Samson podcasts. and Jeff Kay, my brother and husband, because they, they talk about it. Do they? Their friend Mitch talks and about they it. And they're all talking about hockey. They're probably very well. jealous. We're here chatting with you tonight. What? I know. We're going to have to get you. should have invited them. Don't look them over. Yeah. Yeah, they'll be here in a moment. We'll. Jeff's coaching hockey. Right this now. will be their <laughs> spinning chicklets moment. They'll see Justin yeah. and they'll be out there concocting their own show. <laughs> yeah. Go for That'd it. be scary. Go for no. it. But what I want to know is kind of what's next for you, the podcast. Like, what what what's happening in the in the long term for you? Um, hmm, clothing. I do like the clothing aspect. I do mm-hmm. like, you know, you fall asleep and you wake up and you check your email and you sold four sweaters without the day even starting. That's a nice. Yeah, you feeling. sold out of those stamp mm-hmm. the stamp shirts. I think over Christmas. The red, the green ones. Yeah. The, mm. the well, we have a couple small left, but yeah, I, the clothing I do like. Um, live streaming is a. I can't really talk about that. Live streaming. Yeah, I can't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> we'll leave <laughs> that. Yeah. No, I don't. You can keep it in. I it just. I can't talk about what the Top future holds secret. with it. Um. That was, a, that was a good hint. Yeah, the, the podcast, I guess, is going to stay the same. We have um, the biggest issue with my company when it comes to growth is finding talent and then keeping that talent consistent and happy. Hmm. You know, I, we have a great group right now of young kids that are in university that I'm giving them a platform to. So, you know, we have uh, a talk show that we do every Thursday, and, you know, that platform that I give these kids to talk, not kids, you know, we have a couple grown men in there, but it's a platform that I work my ass off to give. So mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that, you know, we want to have a talk show that's going to be going, it, we're starting to actually get advertising on the talk show and it was just kind of like a, a, a plan. And I guess it just kind of worked out. 
But the talk show is going to be very good, hopefully in the future. I don't know. It's, it's tough to talk about the future of the company because you don't want to, like, lead mislead people. Does that make sense? That's fair. But, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're working hard with what we have with the podcast. I'm working hard with the talk show. And the goal with the future of this company is to inspire a lot of kids that, you know, go to NSCC, that go to King's College Journalism School, that can't get a job at Eastlink or TSN or Sportsnet. We have a kid right now that's interning with us, and, and he goes to... Um, he goes to a school up in Ontario, but he can't get back there because of mm-hmm. COVID. And he would be doing his internship at Sportsnet right now, but he can't get there. So now he's doing his internship at High Button Sports. This kid's so smart. He's teaching me things. So, the, awesome. But the goal is from the kids around here that, you know, want to get into the sports media business mm-hmm. that just can't, you know, it's to inspire those kids. I think that's the goal for the future is to have, you know, a staff of maybe 10, 15 people that run a, a small, a small media company. You know, it depends. It, you got to look at the economy in Halifax to see where it's going. Because one day, if we want to be the, the biggest sports media company on the Internet, you might have to move to Toronto. Do I want to? No. But you have to look at the city of Halifax and see where it's going and, and see the potential here and, and see if it's a, a proper fit to grow here. I want to grow here. I lived here my whole life. Great people. Some of the funniest people live in Newfoundland. If you can get Newfoundlanders to move here and get on a microphone and talk here. consistently. You're welcome. Oh, that's a great business. <laughs> that's a that's the business plan. Like get funny people, get them on camera. Like Newfoundland. Well, who's Jesus. the fellow that bought the, the bar there? What bar? The older guy. Bubbles. No, no, he's from Newfoundland, and he's been on. He was on the Spinning Chicklets podcast. Terry Ryan. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's hilarious. Like that he's guy. He's a hoot. You know what I mean? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> but the key is like the the business strategy behind it is to find a guy or girl like that and present them to the world in a professional manner. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's the real tough thing to do. It's it, you got to be consistent with it. You got to make sure that people are happy with it. Because the next thing you know, you got a guy from Newfoundland, and he's coming on. You know a platform that you created and you built it for him, he's going to start to get, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm all this in a bag of chips, but it's your job to go, no, well, I gave you this platform. Mm-hmm. Be grateful for this platform. Do you know what I mean? So that's, that's, that's the tough thing I find in my business to grow. You got to find the right people, make sure they're happy, but at the same time, you got to be consistent. Because if you do, we've had so many people reach out, hey, can I start a golf podcast on the High Button Network? It's like, sure. Go for it, but where are you at episode ten? Are you still doing it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's 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 there's a, a lot of bullshit out there where people email you and say, "I got an idea." It's like, "Do you? Where's your where's episode one? Mm-hmm. Email me something. What have you worked on?" Yeah, it's a lot of people that just want to get into this business, but it's all talk, and that's you got to sniff that shit out. Yeah, hundred percent. So when you talk about growth, I, I get emotional. It's t- it's very <laughs> we like, feel you. you know, it's like you gotta. But we respect that, and yeah. we know that, like. The number of people who will do one to ten podcasts are a dime a dozen. Yeah. But then look at like who's still going after 20, 30, yeah. 40, 50, or who's willing to put something together and put some work in for you as well. Yeah. You got to be free. You can't be afraid to like fail in front of people. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're starting out, it's going to suck. Like mine, terrible. You just got to keep going and failing and learning and going. Mm-hmm. We love that. And starting is the hardest part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I have just some random questions for you. Well, the the questions you guys have have had so far are fantastic. So great job. <laughs> They're really good Thanks questions. So. You could have asked Thank me anything. You. you could ask me what I had for breakfast. I would have been pumped. What to did answer. you have? What for did breakfast? you have for breakfast? I, didn't have, I just had coffee, coffee uh-huh. and a vitamin. Breakfast. Vitamin C. Okay. Are you fasting? No, but I, is that a, is that is that <laughs> or fasting? Or what is it called? Intermittent fasting. Well, yeah. just again, that that is that breakfast. does qualify as fasting. Wicked. I guess I'm fasting. All right, we love that. What's who's your favorite team? Hockey-wise? 
Montreal, I guess. My dad grew up mm. in uh, in Montreal, so I'm kind of born into it. I'm just a hockey fan, you know. He's, I'm not on Montreal.com, MontrealCanadians.com every day looking up stats. <laughs> but those are the but those are the people who I'm looking for. But you're watching Sports <laughs> Center every morning, getting the getting the landscape. Oh, 100 yeah. percent Sportsnet is on in the morning. Like the, my morning routines are coffee, go down to the studio, turn on Sportsnet, look at the highlights. Mark, my producer, usually comes in around 10, and then we just kind of write down ideas for the next day. So how we work is like, anyways, I'm getting off topic. My That's favorite okay. team's Montreal. We like here. Okay. Yeah. Keeps my favorite us- team's Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving away all my secrets here. Yeah, we'll just we're just taking notes here. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your dream guest to get on the pod? Uh, Sid. All right. Yeah. We would like to put those things out there. Ours is Thomas Rat. So if you have any connections to him, he's a country music star. He won okay. the CMA Man of the Year okay. two years ago. We, we gotta love tell him. We gotta tell people. Yeah, you gotta put it out there to the universe. It comes back to you. It's exactly. going to happen. That's how it Easy. happens. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we. Oh, or no. where can people find you? Are you? Do you have another question, nope. Sarah? You can go. Yeah. Where can people listen to High Button Sports Podcast, and when they can they can connect with you? Uh, yeah, you can listen to it on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. We film it as well, and that's on Facebook and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's on Google Play. Everywhere. It's everywhere. We'll include the links in the show notes so you guys can follow and enjoy. Awesome. Um, the other thing we need to know, very important, we ask all our guests, what is lighting you up right now? What do you mean by that? Like, what is making what are you your excited heart about? happy about? What's, uh, you know, coffee and vitamin C? Yeah, yeah. What's <laughs> lighting me up? That's a tough question. <laughs> See, now these questions suck. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, this is when you come yeah. on the girls' podcast. Yeah. You get these questions. How do you feel in your heart? Well, oh, you know what? I'll, I will say this. How many, do you guys have a lot of guy listeners? We have, Girl, a, it's, it's predominantly women, but we do it? have a subset. We got about 25 This will give us an uptake this week. I'm I'll tell you what is lighting me up right now. A little corny, but it's true. My girlfriend. God, I, that's great. If I didn't have that girl in my life, I don't know if I'd be here today. You know, this is how smart this girl is. So we get the house and- You're going to make Sarah cry. Sorry. This is great. Her name's Sarah. <laughs> oh, amazing. So she gets this house. Like she knows my financial income when we get the house. It's not the best at the time. And she's like, okay, well, if we get the house, you know, we're not going to be able to afford the mortgage payment. So she goes, okay, let's turn it into a two unit. She's an interior designer by trade. And she puts the work in. She she ripped the carpet out. She she makes the place look beautiful. So she has someone come in, live there, pays us, uh, the, pays us, pays us rent. So every dime I make from the company goes back into the company. So I don't have to pay rent, which is amazing. And. I don't know. Just without her, I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't do what I'm doing. So it's it's. That's it. so nice. I, Shout I love out her, to Sarah. and I don't say I don't mention her enough. So Sarah, we're gonna yeah. dedicate. This Maybe podcast we'll get a new listener. Yeah. Sarah will start listening. I used to be in design and oh, decorating yeah? stuff. So yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. Small world. We love that. All right. Before we wrap, we're gonna play a round of Queenie Rams, which is our made-up game. Okay. A lot of fun. Very no simple. Math. Pick yeah, a number between <laughs> one and a hundred. We'll read you a question. We'll all go around and do one. Say that uh, one in a hundred. Pick a number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 87. 87. My birth year. Oh yeah. <laughs> do you know what? Right we're gonna we're gonna pass this question because it's how do you start your morning? And I feel like you've told us. Or actually you didn't really go through the full detail. I don't want to let's do another one. How about nine, 98? <laughs> okay, 98. Oh, here we go. Here we go. How about you guys pick a number for me between one <laughs> We're gonna pick we'll you're doing you're doing ninety-eight. If you could be paid to endorse a, a product, what would it be? Oh Jesus. 
Come on, this is like reality. High Button gets to pick any company to partner with. Any company to partner with out there. I'll just tell you what mine is. What do you think about that? <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> because mine is just for no, it, Ashley. Sometimes you need a minute. Oh, yeah, no, sense. give them a minute. This is good. Um, would be Perrier. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God! You just want Perrier in the I office. I can't. Like I drink it twenty four seven. I can't stop. I just want it. Perrier right, fridge. I'm giving you Perrier for flavored or just plain. Just plain. Plain. Plain in cans. I like preferably. the grapefruit. It's, it's in the studio. We have it on oh. request. One guy came over to play to, on the podcast. He played in Europe all year. You know, a little fancy. And I got Perrier for him, and it worked. <laughs> and ever since then, all the hockey guys that come in Perrier. So all right, I'm, I'm with you on that. All right, what's yours, Justin? I don't know. It's I don't know. I mean, it's not like you can change your I'm mind. I'm looking out to see if I see any signs. Like, like what's your favorite <laughs> food? I yeah. always go for wine, personally. Wine? That I've, would be good. I've always wanted to start uh, like a like a, a sports drink with high button sports. Like, I'd love to have a sport drink, so maybe Gatorade, but I know they're owned by Pepsi, so like, yeah, something like that. Like, I'd love to be able to get into the market of sport drinks. We you love know, that. Is, you know, you got we Gatorade. know some people in drinks. Do you? Yeah. It's very, it's a cool business, cool market. Mm. Do you know what you could do is like a sport kombucha. I feel like there's yeah. a lot of local kombucha companies you yeah. could get those going. Yeah, I'd love, like I love drinks. I love my <laughs> fridges. I'll go to Sobeys and get milk, water, orange juice, chocolate. Why don't milk. we have a fridge Great, here. like I just love drinks. You know what, Ashley? I'm giving Mark a hard time. This is, <laughs> you will get a fridge. We're going to fill Perry. it with Perrier. Oh. My you got it. It's awesome. All right, Ash, pick a number. <laughs> uh, 72. 72, perfect. Favorite childhood cereal? Uh, Parents would never let me have it, but Captain Crunch? Or not Captain Crunch, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh. Yeah. I really liked Alphabets (gasps) or Golden Grams. Oh, yeah, those are good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Golden Grams are good. Yeah, I didn't really have them a lot because my parents were kind of... I didn't get to have them either, but I'm going to go with Cinnamon Toast Crunch this time. Really? No, because I had Alphabets and Honey Nut Cheerios, and those are my favorite every day, but the treat would be like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And you can get cinnamon toast crunch. I, I, I understand that cinnamon toast crunch. It is unhealthy, but once a month, once every two months, just go ham on it. Do you have it? <laughs> Do you have it once a month? No, like once every two months. Yeah, I'll get it. I haven't had cere- that type of cereal in probably 10, 15 years. So I'm oh, way behind. Man, it's unreal. Like <laughs> that's the best part about moving out of your house is having cinnamon toast crunch. You or your could, parents' house. Could, your parents' house. You that can go to every cereal you want. Cinnamon What's, Toast Crunch, yeah. yeah. I feel like that's a stage that all men go through is they move out of their parents' house and they realize that they can buy whatever food oh they my want God, and can 100%. eat whatever they want. And then you like go into their first cupboard it's as like they live on their own 15. and it's terrible. Yeah. yeah, it is a freshman 15. Mm-hmm. It is a thing. When you first move out and you do whatever the hell You're you want. You're free. Ice cream. Yeah, I've never been a sweets guy. I'm a big burgers guy, like McDonald's. All right. I love that. Mark knows what's up. Mark loves We McDonald's. could be looking for a McDonald's sponsorship over here for oh, High yeah. Button. That yeah, could do it. That, that, mm-hmm. would, that would work. No, I'm a big, I love like, I love cooking. Like I love making like a burger at home. Like a weekend, like a good weekend to me is going to Sobeys on a Friday, picking up everything I want for Saturday, Sunday. Like Super Bowl's coming up this Sunday. So yes. you know I'm at home right now doing my research. Who do you want to win? I want to, I like greatness. So Tom, you know, okay. I want to see that. But what's going to be on the menu? Great like, that's what I yeah. want to know. I'm thinking, t- I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm food. thinking taquitos. My girlfriend's a vegetarian though, so I don't. I got to figure. She might not come to the Super Bowl party, so I might put beef and cheese taquitos. You can buy them frozen, but I want to make them myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to make a chili, but then right. I also and definitely also am definitely going to make uh, pigs in a blanket. All Love right. pigs in a blanket. A hot you dog. guys should do yeah. like a little uh, a special release episode of the the high button Super Bowl menu. 
That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Like I'd listen yeah. to that. What are they paying you here? I'll double it. <laughs> that's a great idea. No, I'm joking. I'm not, I don't have money, but that's good. We'll come for free. Tara, yeah. self-made. Yeah. So we'll be over to, to visit you. Um, all right. I'm going to do number 26. So you can answer this one first. Okay. What is your favorite way to cook an egg? Uh, bu- 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 over medium. Okay. Yeah. You don't want the But the like- key is to an over medium egg, you don't flip it. You put. Isn't that sunny side? No, yes, but here's what you do. You put a lid over the frying pan so the steam comes into the well, egg um, and it creates this little bubbly factor, but it still cooks the yolk just, you got to do it for like two minutes and it perks, per, cooks it perfectly medium. Okay, we love that. Ash, what are you feeling? Ours is the same. We love a poached, poached egg. Poached egg. Poached soft, egg. Soft, soft poached. That's yeah. healthy too, right? There's no grease or anything. Yeah, That's just water. Yeah. I don't trust it though. Like I feel like when I lift put it in the water, the yolk is gonna go everywhere and it's not gonna stay well, together. No, no, here's I, how a you technique. Do it. I'm gonna tell you, use a frying pan. Well, that's all good. You use a frying pan, only two inches of water. You put the egg in a little cup and you pour it from the cup into the water. It doesn't separate. But do you wait till the water is boiled? Water's first? boiling. So you put it in the cup, the water's boiled, you put the you then pour it from the cup and then into how, the thing. How long do you wait till you take it out? Well, that depends. So I go three minutes. And then what do you get, a, a runny yolk or a medium yolk? Or a runny, soft. soft. So you could go like three and a half, four if you want a medium. Do you put pepper on it? Yep, salt. salt. Nah, I'm not a salt guy. Like pepper. Well, you can oh, just skip salt. the You can skip this. You can also buy, my dad puts <laughs> these <laughs> little cups in the boiling water. You put the egg in that. I've right. seen that. It's kind of like a cheat way, but, then, but if you're making like a bunch at once, yeah. he, he cooks a lot of brunch for But us. the only thing <laughs> I find with those is then you got to clean them. Anyways, we're well, off track. I don't. Anyways, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. No, thank you for having Coming me. Coming on to the other side of the table. Yeah, I know. You guys will have to come over to the studio. Bring a jacket, like, though. It's a little cold down there, but well, you guys come yeah, on over. Wear my fur coat. <laughs> Perfect. We got the camera set up. Mark, you're welcome, <laughs> too. You can meet my Mark. This would be great. A we collab coming. Who would have thought? Love this. Thank awesome. you so much. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Appreciate it. That's what I say when I do mine. You say, say it. it. Go, no, you say your it. Outro. Give us your outro. That was weird, though, because whenever I'm done my episode, that's what I say. I go, thanks, everyone, for listening. Make sure to tune in to High Button Sports later in the week. We have some more content coming out, yada, yada. Perfect. But I don't want to say it because this is your podcast. No, that's perfect. And everyone's going to check out High Button. When do your episodes come out? Uh, I don't even know. Just whenever. I think we okay. got, uh, I don't even, who do we have coming up? We might have Gavin Tucker, the UFC guy, coming out next week, maybe, on the podcast. So check Dope. for that out. Clothing. Valentine's Day is a big ladies oh. podcast. So, ladies, if you got a man Good out there thinking. and you're looking to give him a, a gift, make sure to give him a high-button hat or a high-button sweater. The clothing line. So good. The clothing line, and you'll make your, uh, you'll make your man happy. Love that. Thanks, guys, for having me. <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate Justin. this. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review. You can find us on social media at Rival and Queen. 